Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's me, your old pal. Don't, don't worry now, don't be afraid. It's good to be here, though it is also very weird to be here. I have been more like America's dad than ever before. Get an inbred dog and run yourself a cheese stand because we're back with Hanksy Panksy Bad Romance. A podcast where two dumb idiot best friends are forced by my wife to watch the stickiest, the nastiest, the Mel Gibsoniest romance movies. I'm Sam Siegel and I'm one of those dumb idiots. Uh, I was going to say I run a cheese stand. So mm. this week I am part of a single mothers and proud self-help group. I guess. All right. I am Luke Patrick. Smop. Smop. I'm a, I'm a Smop member. I am the other dumb idiot. Mm-hmm. What's up, Sam? Oh, nothing. Uh, so, uh, see, to to peek behind my uh, my very nice kimono here uh, to see what's underneath, uh, I'm actually a couple days removed from this week's movie, so I'm mm-hmm. feeling pretty good. Mm. Um, kind of yeah. curious where you're at. Seeing as you have consumed this a little more recently, uh, are you asking? Are you officially asking how my well? What movie did well, we watch? No, okay. I, I, it is it is 2010's the backup plan. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's uh, you know I'm I'm doing all right. You know. Uh. Been been hanging around. Been eating some birthday cake. Yeah. Uh. For for some birthday celebrations. Yeah, so, uh, and I've been away from the movie for a little bit, so I'm feeling nice and clean. Yeah. I'm not. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not okay, I think, mm. uh, is where I'm at. You hate to hear that. Um, so, yeah, so if you're officially asking how my watch was, yeah, I'll dive we, into we can it. Consi- I, I have uh, filed the, the requisite paperwork. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The B B24s. And mm-hmm. A fifty five tens, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And the the Q fifty seven E. Oh, you can't forget yeah. the Q fifty seven E. See, that's that's the one that we specifically do for the palate cleanser, as yeah. everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other ones, fine, uh, for a normal season. But uh, if it's a palate cleanser, it has to be a Q fifty seven E. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, how is my watch? I. I've said this before. Okay, this isn't the movie that I wanted to watch the least. There have been other movies that I've put off mm-hmm. before. But, Sam, this yeah. is the weekend of temptations. The weekend mm. of just every possible diversion emerging from the woodwork to, uh-huh. to throw up a sign that says, Hey, I'm guaranteed to be way more fun than a rom-com from 2010. Right, And yeah. then me going... Yeah, obviously. Let's go do those things. So this entire weekend, I have just been punting and punting 
like I was I was saying yesterday I'll watch it to uh, I watch it Saturday night didn't even pretend like I was gonna watch it Friday night but I'll watch it Saturday night I'll get up early Sunday morning I'll watch it mid-afternoon on Sunday no Sam none of these things happened yeah you have essentially edged me mm-hmm <laughs> And you're welcome, I guess. Um, oh, no, I am. Trust me, I am not thanking you for this. <laughs> so my eventual watch, Sam, was fine. It was fairly respectful. It's just another fucking rom-com. Um, but we can save that for a different part of the podcast. Sam, how was your watch? Um, I Bad. So I I do want to dig into something here because you were talking about, you know, things that uh, promise to be more fun than watching one of the rom-coms Kenna has assigned to us. Yeah. And I put it to you. Uh, the scene in Casino Royale where Mads Mikkelsen whips Daniel Craig's bare ball sack with some rope. Mm-hmm. I put it to you that having your bare ball sack whipped with a rope by Mads Mikkelsen promises to be a better time than anything Kenna has assigned to us this palate cleanser. Yeah, my bare butt balls and back on this mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yeah. Just, I would rather have my taint ruined, mm-hmm. ruined by that Swede. Uh, Mads is Danish, I believe, but whatever. They're all the same. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, by that fucking Dane, then to to watch any of these. So the the um, the watch was disrespectful. Mm, um, yeah, it uh, and it actually rose above the disrespect that I that I have sort of hit before because. One, I've never wanted to unpause a movie less, because uh, I, oh, I yeah. paused this movie a lot. I did. paused it a lot. I paused it to check the time remaining probably four mm-hmm. or five times, and every time I was deeply disappointed on this one. Yeah, I I paused it a lot uh, near the top of the movie, which mm. was worse. Yeah. Um, and then at one point, Kenna did, in fact, yell at me because I was watching videos on my phone. <laughs> Sam, we have, what are we doing if we don't have the rules? I know, I know, but God, I was not having fun. Yeah. I was not having fun at all. I didn't want to be there. It was Friday night. God, please, I wish I had been doing anything else, including just destroying my own body. Mm -hmm. Um, I did, I will say, made some very nice short ribs. Oh, Uh, yeah. so, So that... That helped sort of lubricate the sort of entry of this movie into into my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you were texting yeah. me about them short ribs, and uh, I gotta say, man, I'm pretty proud of you. Them them short ribs looked delicioso. Oh, they were yummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so after Kenna yelled at me to stop watching videos on my phone, um, I did I shaped up, and I I gave the the movie a modicum of respect sure but god almighty did i not want to be there yeah but you know it's been a couple days since then and doing okay now yeah doing just fine one of us is the other one not having a phenomenal time sam do you want a plot for this bad boy not really 
Okay. We all know that that's the cornerstone of improv. Is uh, <laughs> not not really. <laughs> well, if you noticed, it did uh, really heighten the conversation and mm-hmm. really bring yeah, the it, narrative structure of what we're doing sort of to the forefront. Yeah. yeah. That sort of conversational lubricant is mm-hmm. the kind of thing that I look for in this podcast. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want the plot, uh, because anything that's going to remind me of this movie, uh, yeah. is unwanted, but uh, yeah, I mean, go for it. Yeah, I do feel like we owe the listeners a little bit of explanation of what 2010's backup plan is about. The backup plan, Luke, the, the backup, backup plan. plan. That's why I got fired from the voiceover gig for their commercial or for the <laughs> He the never trailer. said the articles. Yeah. It's 2010's backup plan. It's what? 2010's <laughs> the plan. It's what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 2010's plan. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. The movie. Here's the whole gist of the movie. And then I really want to dig into this. Um, yeah. Is... Uh, fuck, what is her name? It has completely flown Jennifer out. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer J-Lo, Holy excuse shit, me. Luke. Sorry, completely had a, like, I had a miniature aneurysm for a second there. I swear to yeah, God. Yeah, I, I, do I need to call someone? I think I'm okay, but let's okay. maybe have 911 on speed dial. Speed yeah. dial, just in case. Um, okay. Yeah, so J-Lo is here. Um, mm-hmm. And some guy... Who sorry don't don't know this guy, um, yeah, uh, a a white man, mm-hmm, a very attractive white man. Um, mm-hmm. JLo decides to have a kid. Uh, she is a single, going to be a single mother. Just decides to get a, a sperm bank donation uh, injected into her, and she's going to go that route. Um, and then lo and behold, she runs into handsome ass white man. Mm-hmm. And uh, they fall in love. Oh, no. I mean, here's... Yeah. Folks, I I hate you can't see the, like, utter frustration that Luke just experienced. (laughs) He threw his hands up. I've never seen this from you before, Luke. It's just, there's... Miniature spoiler for my review of this movie. There's no stakes. There's no stakes at all in this movie. So, like, what is the plot? I don't know. They fall in love. And then, uh, kind of, kind of, and then they have a couple of dips, you know, the rom-com dip where there's a mm-hmm. conflict and it's unsure if they're going to be together. They have, they have two of these, which I want to talk about the fact that they double dipped. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's it. And then he, the handsome ass white guy whose name we should really figure out, um, does yeah. just decide to, to help her raise these kids and they, they end up getting married at the end of the movie. Fine. Whatever, Sam. What did you think of this movie? While I look up whatever this guy's name is, it's wretched. It's yes. utterly fucking wretched. Yeah. Um. There's there's no part of this movie that's good. Um. There's nothing in here that's funny. The yeah. Performances are bad. The plot is worse. The romance is non-existent. It's uh. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It is terrible. Uh. From Daniel Craig's bruise taint to tip <laughs> okay so um the guy the actor's name is alex o'laughlin and he played stan they only say his name about 500 times in this movie 
But now uh, I'm curious if you had the same experience that I did because midway through the movie I was trying to remember their names and I could not generate them. Yeah, I I know Stan because they do say Stan about a gazillion times. Oh um, sure, I still failed to fi- remember what his fucking name was. Yeah. Now what what is J Lo's character's name? Do you remember? I think it's Zoe. It is Zoe. Congrats. You yeah. remembered. Yeah. Yeah. A completely nondescript, can... unimportant part of this movie, which is hilariously her fucking name. Yeah. yeah. Hardly matters. See, I can recall it now. Yeah. Because he named a cheese after her, which mm-hmm. is a choice. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, uh, what'd you think? Oh, you're taking a big swig. Uh, let me get some beer in me. Some non-alcoholic beer inside of me. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you tag non-alcoholic <laughs> on that so people don't get worried about you. Yeah, this is what put me back on the booze, was this, this yeah. Sam, this movie. God damn it. Um, <laughs> you're off the wagon, or on the wagon, or whatever the I fuck I always forget is. which one it is, but I think it's off the wagon. Uh, yeah. which I think it was Seinfeld pointed out, well, what do you think they were doing on the wagon? Uh, Not drinking, clearly. Clearly, they weren't, yeah. Um, everybody loves a good Seinfeld reference in 2022. Mm-hmm. That's not yes. dated at all. No, we're not nope. a thousand years old. Uh-uh. Um, Sam, I'm really sick of this genre, and this movie is is no exception. I watched most of it standing up. I guess I should have mentioned oh, that in no. my watch. Um, yeah. Not because of like not because I was agitated or because I was angry. I was just bored. I was just wandering around the like five feet in front of the TV looking mm-hmm. for things to look at, something to do, but I couldn't because we have our rules and I have to watch this movie. So I just sort of existed while this thing yeah. was piped into my skull. And it is well it is so boring. See, now you know why I was watching videos on my phone. Yeah, I don't blame you. Hey, I don't blame you at all. Yeah. For that, for nah, that transgression. It, folks, it was dire. Yeah. If I'm watching videos on my phone, it is fucking dire. Yeah. And this one in particular, what I wanted to say about them, their situation in this movie, is that, Sam, this is a lifetime movie, and here's the evidence. Mm-hmm. Zoe is a former. She's a formerly very successful businesswoman who now owns a pet shop. He's a guy that runs a goat farm and makes cheese. How will they ever make it work? Is the whole uh, gist of the movie? Yeah, and the answer is actually like fairly easily, if not for some real bullshit. Yeah, some utter bullshit. Just completely the, fabricated drama. Yeah. Yeah, that like no sort of like rational human would ever do even an ir- an irrational human would not do these things yeah i'd agree with that um, yeah it's i mean it's it's fucking bonkers uh just everything that everyone in this movie does um apparently i did ask kenna if she liked jlo's movies and she did say not after this one um apparently this movie is sort of what made her turn on j-lo and man i fucking get it because her character has 
what I would describe as a Supreme Court justice's understanding of women's health. Yeah. I mean, there is that. Yeah, for sure. It's really bizarre how much this woman does not understand about her own body. And, like, nothing complicated, but just, like, not understanding how pregnancy works. Yeah, so you're referring to the fact that, like, her friend who has had four kids? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, Yeah, who... Sam... Why did I even care for half a second? Why? What does it matter? I don't how know. Many, what am I doing? What are we doing? You're just you're just <laughs> trying to grab onto something to keep yeah. yourself from falling. I'm just grabbing at straws for this pointless fucking film. Um, yeah, so you're referring to the fact that her best friend sort of just continuously drops pregnancy bombs on her and is like, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. you'll, you'll shit yourself. And she's like, what? Well, even like... When she she gets artificially inseminated, and then she leaves, and then, like, it's been, like, two hours, and she's like, well, I don't even feel pregnant. Or she's, yeah. like, looking at her stomach in the mirror, looking yeah. for a baby bump, and it's like, I like, if you ate fucking gas station sushi, it wouldn't have made its way all the way through you at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you were bloated from eating a, a truly grotesque number of Nathan's hot dogs at a Nathan's hot dogs eating contest, I mm-hmm. think even within a couple of hours, you wouldn't really be showing anything. Right. So, yeah. So it was genuinely bizarre for her to be like, I don't know. I don't I don't know that it worked. I don't feel pregnant. It's like it's been 20 minutes. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. True. So. So there is that. Um, <sighs> yeah. Can here's we, here's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. The last palate cleanser was not the easiest thing I've ever done in the world. But it was better. It was. It? <laughs> I was about to say, can I posit that it was, in fact, a better experience? Um, it felt refreshing until, like, the eighth tornado film. I I would happily sit down and watch another tornado film. Tornado right. me up right now, my man. Wait, wait, is this was this Kenneth's plan all along? Make us make us appreciate what she gave us. Yeah, the first time around by Get hurting us, us submit, oh so so badly. Submit to a new tornado film. Mmm. Now that could with yeah. smiles on our faces and bruises on our balls. Yeah, back button balls. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, because if she, if someone wandered into my my house tonight with a silver platter, and on that silver platter was a tornado movie, uh, I would happily consume it, like feverishly. Oh, would shove God. it into my nearest VHS player, I guess, because they all seem mm-hmm. to be from that era. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I, would would beam it straight into my eyeballs. I would give that person the entire contents of my bank account. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, just just for the pleasure of not watching a fucking rom com. Yeah. Okay. On the subject of rom coms, I have this to mm-hmm. say, and in particular about this movie. One, uh-huh. as stated, it's a lifetime movie. Uh, yeah. But two. Um, there's no stakes, which is what I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. But 
Sam, at, at no point is there... There's nothing at risk. Except for when we hit the dips. And we got we got two. You can't double dip in a rom-com movie. You cannot double dip. And they're both bad dips. They're, they're horrible dips. They don't make any sense. Yeah, because... Okay, let me... Because I have mostly purged this movie from my memory. So let yeah. me try to remember... Uh, let's see. Dip number one... Ooh, wait, no, maybe that was dip, help me remember, which dip was it where, despite everything that this man has done, hanging tough with her through, like, this whole experience of having twins, or being pregnant with twins, and her batshit fucking behavior, and him, like, going to, like, giving up his... Uh, college education and all of this that he says that they're not his which is a biological fact yeah and then she says he's not actually in this yeah he's not hanging tough with me that was dip number two and since we've cracked open the can that says dip number two let's just dive Uh in so he says they're not my kids in response to a direct question from a co-worker at the farmer's market and X, mm-hmm. I guess, but she asks, yeah, or says like, "Oh, I didn't realize you were pregnant. I didn't think you guys had been together that long." A, to which he very reasonably responds, "Oh, yeah, they're not mine, but we're going to have them." Um, right, and then J Lo loses her shit. Loses and her shit. And I don't shit. want this. I don't want this to sound like a sexist, like women and their feelings bullshit. But she legitimately goes fucking nuclear on this guy yeah because he stated a biological fact yeah someone no, basically none said, of his dna is within either of those fetuses in in response to someone saying i don't think this lines up timeline wise yeah. <laughs> hey word to the wise buddy i don't think you got in there in time for yeah. this one if you it if really, you weren't if you weren't hip to it and really, what is he saying in that moment? He's saying, I didn't chisel in her grundle. Yeah. And, again, I find nothing objectionable about that, except maybe the words that I chose. Yeah. And uh, and apparently J-Lo thinks that this is a betrayal on the order of Lee Harvey Oswald killing the president. Yeah. Uh, just wild shit. Yeah, so they and, split up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> over that until until mm-hmm. she gets a stroller delivered that he custom ordered, which is pretty badass to own a custom stroller because basically he's in Babies R Us or whatever, mm-hmm. and the woman is like, "Yo, if you want the like cool aftermarket strollers, me and my boyfriend, we do custom shit." And apparently yeah. that's what he ordered, which is pretty fucking badass. Pretty cool, except... Mm-hmm. Except... I th- I'm fairly certain she is probably violating a non-compete clause in, mm. in her employment contract. That's why she has to do it on the down low, man. She's got all this yeah. badass stroller-making knowledge. Yeah, and but Luke, you, you know how pro-corporate I am. 
Yeah, how uh, big how, business. Old Sam Big Business Siegel. Yeah. Over here. Yeah, and how how I love non-compete clauses and, and mm-hmm. NDAs and forced arbitration. You know me. I love all those things, and I don't think oh, they're yeah. weirdly hostile and shouldn't be legal. Yeah, that's your jam, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, nothing my gets you... bread and butter is nothing... a good non-compete clause for an <laughs> hourly employee. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the stroller gets delivered to her house, and she has a revelation that, oh, he was really in this. And you're like, yeah, dog. Yeah. Turns out. Literally, all signs pointed to that literally all the time. Yeah. Which takes us to, to dip number one. Yeah, what was in that rancid dip? In that rancid chip dip, uh, they were at the farm because, again, this is a Lifetime movie. Uh, they go mm-hmm. to his little goat goatsy farm. farm. Little goatsy farm. Um, and they they bone like crazy because uh, mm-hmm. they explicitly say that pregnant women are super horny in this movie. Yeah. Um, which is, is her current status. Uh, so mm-hmm. they... She wasn't going to have sex with him, and then they do, in fact, go to Poundtown because she makes him, he makes her come by kissing her neck. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which even he is a little surprised by. Even the man himself is a little surprised by the power yeah. within his own body. Um, yeah. I mean, it must have been a pretty good ego boost, I imagine. I imagine he was floating on cloud nine for, well, until the dip happens. Um, Until the dip, yes. And so sort of min-maxing that encounter that evening. Uh, Mm -hmm. Anyway, they bone, (laughs) and then she has to vomit because she's pregnant. um, And she tells him, oh, I'm pregnant. And then he... He doesn't freak out, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. He takes it pretty much on the chin. Uh, He's just a little upset that she didn't say this earlier. Yeah. He was like, well, first of all, he was like, that's not how it works. Yeah, um, which is a fair point. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it's, judging by what we've seen of this character, you know, she probably needed to hear. Yeah. Uh, and then and then she explains it to him, and then he's like, whoa, that that is a lot uh, yeah. at once. And uh, kind of wish you had said something before. Yeah. And then he's just like, I gotta, I gotta clear my head or something. And then I kind of don't remember what else happens at Little Goatsy Farm. At Little Goatsy Farm. Yeah, the next bit is that, um, so he sleeps on the couch, I guess. I guess mm-hmm. in his rustic farmhouse, there's exactly one bedroom and one bath. Um, yeah. Uh, a 1B1B, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. In this huge farmhouse, which and I just found it really confusing. Anyway, he's sleeping on the couch while she sleeps in the bedroom. She wakes up at the crack of dawn and then takes her busted-ass car, her car that is should not be running, and starts no. to drive away, and then he jumps out of the house and is like, yo, where are you going, man? Uh, and she explains that she's driving back to New York City uh, to, uh, to, to leave. Sam, it's just fucked up. It's just... You, you can't, here's my problem. You can't double dip. It's a cardinal sin in rom-coms. You just can't do it. You can't do it in life with chips. You can't do it in rom-coms. And I put it to you, that first dip is a half dip. It's a, yeah. it's a tease dip. 
it's a it's a half-hearted dip because the resolution is that he just shows up at her apartment again later and yeah. she's like oh okay cool come on in yeah it's th- honestly their whole relationship is fucking bizarre because we do not see it develop we see them fuck and then like we see them get into like the mildest of arguments and then suddenly they're just together yeah. there's cu- and like in love and he's going to like uh doctor's like, appointments uh, with her doctor's appointments thank you and like ultrasounds yeah and shopping for like living with her mm-hmm. and i was like what when did well, this happen i assume it's because he was he was in a new york city since he was homeless like he has a house yeah. but as whenever he's in new york he's effectively homeless because he doesn't have a residence there and he mm-hmm. was sleeping in his farm truck or whatever in between uh, farmer's market gigs is is sort of mm-hmm. my head canon. I've written a lot of fan fiction about this movie, though. Yeah, clearly. Um, yeah, in the in the span of like an hour in between watching this movie and starting this recording, I've written a lot of really juicy fan fiction. Mm, okay, uh, tell me about it. Yeah, so I think I think one we needed to flesh out his uh, time abroad more because he mentions in the movie that he he married a Swedish woman because he did a uh, study abroad program. Boy, I've forgotten this completely. Yeah. Oh, Stan's a rich Stan's a really rich character when you when you start adding details to him. Uh, he ran <laughs> a, uh, a bed and breakfast with this woman up in Vermont, which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. So you have yes. sort of a toxic relationship to play with in my fan fiction there. Uh-huh. Uh, with him and uh, Ingrid. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, is, is what I sort of settled on for her. Um, so strong. she's. Yeah, very strong. So she's drunk all the time and really rude mm. to guests. And he's like okay. barely keeping it together and they were struggling financially, but the sex was just firecracker shit. So. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know what they say about Swedes. Mm hmm. Please continue. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then Zoe, I still don't have anything for her. Um, well, that's because there's not much there, because, um, her character does seem to be, like, sort of a a man's vessel to complain about pregnant women. Hmm, interesting. Interesting theory. Her, her portrayal is... So genuinely misogynistic uh, that it was very frustrating to watch this movie because, like, it hit. It's like every man who's like, women are run by their hormones and blah blah blah. That's that's her character. Mm-hmm. And yeah. How it's like, oh, you know, pregnant women—they're crazy, and she like is and is like unreasonable and like wildly vacillates between emotions and is just very clearly like this movie is directed by a man and you can feel it in your bones. So it was directed by a man. Yeah. I just looked this up. Oh. It was Alan. Oh, I looked it up. Pool. Pool. Alan pool. Pole. Um, who yeah. cares? Um, not, not us. Um, but it was written by a woman. It was written so, by a woman, which is so weird to me. But, like, every other bit of the, like, team behind this is men. The producers, I think, were men. Yes. So, 
so like I don't know if this got like chopped and screwed a whole lot by these mm-hmm. dudes. Yeah. Uh but it just it is pretty unflattering to women. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um not least of which because of the the single moms and proud uh support group um that's run yeah. by Melissa McCarthy. Uh mm-hmm. at all. Is um what am I trying to say about this? Uh, mm. They have... Okay, well, one, there's a thing that really irked me in this movie, which is that, again, keeping with the fact that there are no stakes, she gets kind of kicked out of this group because they're like... But then You have doesn't. a partner. Yeah, but then she runs into some of the people, uh, Melissa McCarthy and another woman, at the Babies R Us while they're shopping for mm-hmm. strollers. And they're like, you haven't been to any of the meetings. And she's like, yeah, I figured you guys voted me out because I have old Stan over here. I'm getting dicked on the reg. So I mm-hmm. figured that was that was Dunsky. And uh, it turns out, no, she's she's still part of the group. Yeah. Even yeah, though categorically voted, she doesn't fit. They voted unanimously to keep her for some reason because I she has no chemistry with any of these people in this group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She she doesn't even seem to be like friends with any of them, or no. acquaintances even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet they're like, no, she is critical to to the structure of this group. We need to have her. Yeah, and I guess uh, what I'm trying it, to say about this group is, um, so I'll give you an example of of why it feels weird to me, if that's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, um, she says, you know, I've got Stan. I'm really worried he's going to leave. What advice do you have to give? And the entire group goes, oh, we don't know. As if they've never had a relationship or don't understand, like, basic human relationships. Like, right at a basic level, at a core level, and cannot provide any kind of advice on what she should do vis-a-vis telling Stan that she's worried about him leaving. Which makes them seem really pathetic, which is not a great look. Yeah, it is not. Um, can I complain about another aspect of this movie? Yes. Uh, it would be the, um, deeply frustrating anti-blackness. Mm, uh, okay. Because we once again have a black character who is just a, a white person's therapist. Mm, uh, and that would yes. be Anthony Anderson with Stan, who mm-hmm. meets Stan at a park and immediately becomes essentially... Stan's unpaid therapist. Yeah. And folks, I don't I don't know how to say this effectively. White people, black people are not here to be your fucking therapist for free. Mm, yeah. Uh, really any people of color are not here to be therapists for white people, especially for free. Now, <laughs> You gotta pay a therapist, okay? <laughs> if, yeah. Caveat, if you're paying someone who's not white, who is your therapist, yeah, that's fine. But just, like, you can't go up to a person of color and be like, help me fucking work through this emotional labor. Like, no. Yeah. No, they don't exist for that. And do you know what follows immediately the scene where Stan exploits a black person for th- free therapy? Mm-hmm. What's that? 
we're at the single mothers and proud group and the i think only black mm-hmm. member of the group oh yes i know what you're talking about yeah is talking about her thing and then suddenly j-lo is like at my thing yeah and just talks about her shit and then we never go back to this other woman yeah she is completely sidelined and it's mm-hmm. like what the fuck movie yeah. what the fuck i like her more than j-lo yeah j-lo she- sucks <laughs> What she started to say sounded way more interesting and was yeah. topical to, mm-hmm. uh, I believe she was saying like, oh, my kid was, was being made fun of at school because people were like, oh, you don't have a dad or whatever. Um, yeah. Which is way, there's way more meat on them bones than JLo fucking trying to work through her fear of her, her boyfriend running off. Yeah. And like, again, very specifically being like, how do I tell my boyfriend I'm worried that he's going to leave me without telling him though? Yeah. Cause at, I won't, I don't want to talk. And again, at a single mothers and proud support group. Yeah. So hey, here's a, here's a fucking idea. JLo. Why don't you go to a licensed therapist? Get a therapist, man. These rom-coms. Mm-hmm. I think there's two things that really, really just chat my ass. Uh, about this. Thank you, Mads Mickelson, for chapping my ass just right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, but it is the complete lack of communication. Because again, if she just fucking talked to Stan about any of this, mm-hmm. her fears, yeah. um, yeah. that would have like there a been, human. Yeah, like a human being who's emotionally competent. And then two, these people don't go to therapy. And they no. desperately need it, but they just make all their friends do the work for them. And, like, she very clearly needs it because, like, her uh, her mom died when she was young. Her dad, like, ran out on her sick mom. So, for all we know, he was Newt Gingrich. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and then, like, her grandma, like, also has some pretty serious commitment issues. Yeah. And she's aware of this. And yet at no point has she considered like I should seek professional help for this. Yeah, man. It's Oh, these movies. This genre. Ugh. But Luke, you know what else is a lot? What's that? The number of kisses I have to take to the kiss bank. Ooh, you lucky SOB. I know. Uh, so, so let's get on over there. Let's do it. Sam, what do you think of double uh-huh. dipping? Uh, so privately, all for it. All for yeah. it. If if just Ken and I are sharing a dip, oh, yeah. I'm getting, I'm doing triple quipple dips. Ooh, um, quintuple dipping, huh? Yeah. Uh, at a party, uh, it should be illegal. Yeah, I think it's an immediate, like, out behind the barn with a shotgun sort of offense. You know, party, I'm glad you it? said that, because it's, it is the only situation in which I will support the death penalty. <laughs> yeah. Todd dipped. He double dipped. Oh, well, Todd, you know what happens oh, now. Come into the garage Todd. and grab that shotgun. Uh, time to go back behind the chemical sheds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is. it is... Definitely a cardinal sin. I feel like the Catholic mm-hmm. Church, you know, you've got your 
your lust, uh, your gluttony, that kind of stuff. But then, mm-hmm. uh, for sure, double dipping is, yeah, is one of the, the cardinal sins. Um, yeah, but then is it? It is a weird thing, though, right? Because then if it's just you in a bucket of queso, even if other people uh, are gonna eat it later, you don't give uh, a shit. No. Uh, no. Mm. I'm sorry. What? Like, let's say you have a big old tub of queso, right? Uh huh. And you're you're alone with your tub of queso. You're uh-huh. going to town We're on it. Not even God can see you. No, nah, not even God. And you're just you're just slamming chips in willy nilly. You don't give a shit. And then later, you have you're having a party. You got to bring out the same tub of queso because you paid like fifteen dollars for this at the Costco. I can't follow you down this road, Luke. If, okay. If I, it's uh, it's beyond a reasonable doubt. If I have a reasonable <laughs> doubt. That uh, this food will be served to guests at a party. I will not double dip. Okay, so now we got lines. Now we've set up boundaries around this, and that makes me feel mm-hmm. comfortable. I yeah. appreciate boundaries. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, I'm falling. I'm fine. Well, that's. Uh, I just wanted to clear that up really quick because yeah. we've we've obviously established that double dipping in rom coms is a no go. But uh, yeah. I feel like there is a socially acceptable time to double dip in uh, a chip situation. I specifically not socially acceptable. Yeah, that's uh, true. When it's not social. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, should we talk about the Habsburg dog? The Habsburg dog. You did tease this at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And I think we have to. At this point, yeah. Yeah, J-Lo has a Habsburg dog. Yes. Um, a dog so inbred that, in her words, it just sort of started to fall apart. Which is something. Mm-hmm. That is that is Spanish Habsburg material if I've ever heard it. <coughs> I love the idea that the writers were like, we have a Habsburg dog, and everyone went, okay, yeah, I follow you. Um, mm-hmm. Now, what what goes wrong with the Habsburg dog? And they all went, mm-hmm. let's just say all, that it's all falling of it. apart. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, make its back legs not work, and mm-hmm. it be like a fucking hellion. Mm-hmm. Also, can we talk about the fact that this dog is touted to be like, like, they really talk up nuts, which is what I think the dog is named. Yeah, nuts, which, like, cool name. Cool name, excellent. Um, they really talk up nuts in the beginning of this movie to be, like, a character. I would have expected mm-hmm. nuts to be, like, following him, staring at him while they're having sex, chewing on his shoes or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and no? Yeah, Weirdly? they... They abandon a lot of things after mm-hmm. they hit Little Goatsy Farm because, like, you know, Nuts, like, eats her pregnancy test and all of yeah. that. And then, like, they show the, the like, pet shop that she owns a whole lot at the beginning of the movie. And then they very quickly are like, no. Yeah. You'll never, you'll never see this pet shop again. Same for his farm stand. Like, they both have employees that work for yes. them. And while they're off, like, dealing with shit, 
in a rom-com sort of sense, like while they're off falling in love and dealing with her pregnancy and stuff, like what the fuck are these poor saps doing that just sort of run their businesses? Yeah. Uh, I think hating their bosses. Yeah, I think so. I think Glassdoor, if you looked up Lil Goatsy Farms, you'd find like a zero and a half uh, star rating on that guy. And it's just going to be like, my boss fucked off for like three months. Yeah. And then showed back up and kept pissing and moaning about his ex. And then then left in the middle of a shift. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Because she started giving birth and he was like, well, I'm back together with her now, obviously. Clearly. Yeah. Going into labor, immediate reason to get back together. Um, Also, he paid me under the table and it was eight bucks an hour. All cash, though. That's pretty good. Yeah, you know, got to report that. It was all that. cash. Yeah. yeah. I didn't pay fucking taxes that whole time, but still. <laughs> you you got to stick it to Uncle Sam where you can, man. You, you mm-hmm. want to pay taxes on your <laughs> below minimum wage um, kind of gig. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's bullshit. Especially the three people that work at the pet store. Two people. I couldn't tell you. Two, Gun to my head, two. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I think it's two people. Yeah, it's two people. Um, whose boss just fucks off for months? Sam? Yeah. And, like, who's who's processing payroll during that time? Yeah, right? I think it's nuts. I think it has to be nuts the accounting oh, dog. Yeah. You do not want nuts the Habsburg dog, a dog so inbred that it's falling apart to, to again quote the movie. You don't want that dog doing doing payroll. Yeah, I think that dog's getting up in the Excel spreadsheets, doing some tippy tapping. Um, oh no! Hey, can we talk about a weird aspect of this rom com that really grossed me out? Sure. So nuts eats the pregnancy test. And then it, we recover the pregnancy test because she returns home to find that he has barfed it up. Uh-huh. Um, and they show very realistic looking dog barf. Yes. And this quite grossed me out. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about that is that um, they needed realistic uh, dog barf. Mm-hmm. But the props department had left set already. So they got... Um, and like a like a production assistant, yeah, to eat some dog food and then throw up on the set. <laughs> so in that sense, it is kind of like real dog vomit. And that PA's name was Ed Helm. That's right, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, everyone. That's how he got started. That's how he got Eating started. Dog Everybody food knows on this. the set of uh, whatever the fuck this is called. The backup plan? <laughs> the plan. The, the plan. backup. Um, so here's the thing, Luke. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to need you to start a cheese stand as a uh, money laundering business because it's time to come with me to the conspiracy corner. What? Yeah, here's the thing, Luke. These aren't people. Um, Interesting. I don't think that Stan and Zoe are real humans. I think they're both aliens, and they're both trying to to infiltrate humanity because 
Here's the thing. We've established that neither one of them sort of operates emotionally like a human. Yeah. But also physically they don't operate like people. Okay. Multiple times we see J-Lo walking around like a fish that just grew legs. True. True. Yes. And so I, and like, nothing about their backstories make any sense. Their interactions, like they make up too quickly and too easily. Uh, yeah. For for anything other than two alien co-conspirators. I hey, just don't think they're human. As evidenced by the fact that I have richly flushed out their, uh, flushed out their backstories through my own fan fiction. Um, mm-hmm. Their backstories really do seem like they were made up by aliens that landed. And then yes. like they were assigned to cover by, by command. Like, you own a pet shop. What's that? Too complicated to explain. You own tiny, tiny animals. Okay, fine. And then someone was like, what'd you do before this? And then they had to, on the spot, come up with something. And we're like, uh, business? And everyone yes. went, okay, cool. Same for him. Exactly. Like, you own a goat farm. What's a goat? Don't worry about it. What'd you do before yeah. this? Uh, Sweden? Okay. Yep. Sure. <laughs> what are you doing now? Night classes in economics? Mm-hmm. Uh, which he conveniently walks out on? Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, they're aliens, man. They're it's super aliens. It's all made aliens. up. I don't know yeah. what the goal is. Um, well, yeah. I think I can spin this for you. Uh-huh. I think. Because... Okay. The classic, it's it's sort of a, a not a, uh, it's sort of a role reversal for oh, aliens. okay. Because, see, the whole deal with aliens is that you, you abduct people and you probe them anally, right? Right. Yeah, that's their whole gig. Has been for yeah. hundreds, thousands of years. Yeah. Um, when they were building the pyramids, that's what they were doing. Yeah, sucking people up, probing them anally. But wouldn't mm-hmm. it be way more efficient to... Plop down to Earth and then have other people probe you. Ooh, yeah, man. Now that's something. Because it they changes do... it changes the data that you're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't hate it as an idea. Yeah, like they make a gigantic point about. Uh, I think it's an ultrasound that the doctor, who is the only redeemable character in this movie, is the doctor, the OBGYN. Oh. Uh, I have another, but uh, c- keep going. Yeah, where they make a huge deal out of where he he has to push a rod into her vagina to get an ultrasound of uh-huh. the baby, uh, which I put it to you is being probed. That's some probing right there. It is probing. Also, uh, fucking big ups to whoever did the Foley work on that scene because holy shit, it was the squelchiest shit I've ever listened to. <laughs> yeah. They really hammed it up when the when the vagina got involved, for sure. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. That is that is probing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's part of this. What if they're just alien kinksters? Okay, and this is why they jive so well. Because yes. they met and they were like they obviously they were deep undercover, they had no idea that they were both alien kinksters. But over time, mm-hmm. They picked up on it. They figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he he kept being like, "Why don't you peg me?" And she's like, "No, I want you to fuck me in all the holes that you can." Yeah. And then like, 
one time, like, while one of them was cri- climaxing, they're like, oh, this is better than Krebulon 5. Mm-hmm. And, and the other was like, I know Krebulon 5. You're from there? Yeah, my uncle's from Krebulon 5. Holy shit. So, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they got me running the goat farm. What's a goat? Oh, I don't know. It's those things uh-huh. out there. You can't probe what's, them. Let me tell you that. What's they don't a goatsy? <laughs> what's a goatsy? Um, I love this okay. idea, man. I it's it's the only logical explanation for why two people would act like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So here's the other. You said that um that the Obijin was the only redeemable character in this. I would like to uh, nominate a second character. Please, for, please do. For the hero of the movie. And that is, and I'm not certain of his name, Arthur? The guy that Nana has been engaged to yes. for 20 some odd years? Yes, yes, yes. The guy that Nana's been engaged to for 22 years. Who yes. just takes it in his fucking stride, man. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And then she's like, let's get married. And he goes, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, uh, oh, she's having twins. And he's like, cool. He's just there and he's supportive. And uh, he just unflappable. Yeah, man. That's how I want to be when I'm 92. Unflappable, incredibly supportive of everything that's happening to me and to those around me. Uh, and just down to fucking roll with it. Yeah, that's kind of the other thing that I forgot is he is 92 years old and this guy is pretty chill with the fact that for 22 years of his life, he has just been engaged. Yeah, for two decades, this mm-hmm. woman's been putting this off and he's just been he's been fine with it. That yeah. that is an aspirational level of chill. Matthew McConaughey dreams of being that yes. chill. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey saw this film and went, oh, man. Oh, man. I ain't that chill. (laughs) You know what they say about Arthur? He keeps getting older, and I, shit, I ain't that chill. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's the quote, isn't it? I'm, yeah. (laughs) Let's Mm -hmm. go with it. Yep. Yeah, so, Luke, do you want to get the fuck out of here? I would love to get the fuck out of here. Please, let's go. Yeah, so uh, next week, uh, we will be watching... Uh, oh, uh, I, You know what? I'll fully admit to this. We should be watching What to Expect When You're Expecting. Luke and I are having such a miserable fucking time that we are overruling <laughs> McKenna, and we are just jumping to the end of her list, uh, to The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Uh, Luke... You have not seen The Fault in Our Stars, have you? I haven't seen it. I have read chunks of the book. Mm, okay. Uh, so I am familiar with it, but I will happily crack off a guess as to what the film adaptation looks like yeah, if please. you're into that. Because I've, I've seen it, so I can yeah. verify the veracity of this. Yeah. So I think it is about, it's a deep character study, uh, mm, as a okay. lot of my pitches are of a team in this late 60s, early 70s, uh, you know, some members of the Apollo program that are being shipped off to the moon. 
and they're mm-hmm. rocketing through space. And one of them, one of them rips a big old fart. <laughs> and this sparks some heavy drama as they sort of have okay. to marinate in that stank for the duration of their flight. Thus, the fault in our stars. I I love it. Mm-hmm. So this is this is sort of like a fart version of the time that astronaut brought a sandwich up into space with him. Mm-hmm. And people at NASA were like, "What where the fuck did he get this sandwich?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to involve a lot of jokes about, uh, or not jokes, deep, deeply emotional scenes where someone tries to open a window and everyone else oh. has to be like, oh, God, no, don't do that. You can't do that. You, you'll you kill us all. Why do these windows yeah. even open like that? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they shouldn't be able to open at all. Yeah, I think The Fault in Our Stars uh, is going to be a pretty gritty, pretty gritty uh, drama. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I I like to think that at the end of the movie, the um, the farting astronaut pulls off their their uh, wedding ring, mm. and you see that it has engraved in it "Never to Fart." <laughs> Never and to it's, fart. <laughs> and it's shown to be a sequel of License to Wed. Yes, 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 yes. I think this has to be, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh I mean you're right. That is uh that is mm. the fault in our stars. You love to hear uh, it. Got it in one. Yeah. The fault in our stars, uh with the tagline, the fart in our stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's not the dumbest premise for a movie ever. No, surely, it isn't. Surely we could get this one kick started if we just you Without know, a t- chucked it up. Look, Luke, if uh we are the Spartans got made, the mm-hmm. fart in our stars could get made. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Well, uh, folks, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Uh, also, uh, you can find us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash HanksyPanksy. Uh, you can check us some money. We got some uh, exclusive content over there. A lot of fun stuff. And uh, we also have Hanks' heroes over there. And that's Russell Tuck and Daniel. And uh, folks, uh, Russell Tuck, Daniel, I uh, won't make you watch this. I don't have anything else to say. I'm not going to make you watch this fucking movie. I won't make you watch any of these movies. They're wretched. They're terrible. And uh, I'd rather be beaten in the balls Back balls and butt by Matt Mickelson. <laughs> um, Luke, do you do you have a final quote? I do. It's said as a as a sexual euphemism, mm, which okay. confuses me. And it is. I'll give you a taste of my cheese. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, he's very ill. <laughs> he's, well, no, maybe that's an alien thing. Maybe it's an alien kinkster thing. Thank God yeah. we figured that out. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, folks, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Bad Romance. We'll be back next week with uh, The Fault in Our Stars.